Made in Manitoba time, and today we're excited. A return guest, in fact, one of our favorites, Rosemary Siemens. Today's show is extra special because we're hoping as you listen, you'll get even more excited about joining us for our 65th anniversary concert with Rosemary. She's calling it From Plum Coulee to Carnegie Hall, a journey on four strings. So there will be stories and plenty of music, kind of like this show. I was thrilled to get the chance to chat with Rosemary earlier this week, and the first thing we talked about was the role that radio has played in her journey. And we'll get her answer and a whole lot more right after this. Well, welcome to Made in Manitoba, another edition. And I am super excited to get a turn at chatting with Rosemary Siemens, our very special guest today. Rosemary, welcome to the show once again. Thank you so much. So good to be here again. I I just think what stands out for me with you, Rosemary, is is no matter how far you've gone with your music, you always acknowledge where you're from, which makes you perfect for Made in Manitoba. (laughs) So I think that's really nice. But, you know, as we head toward um, another celebration of our 65th anniversary and the fact that you're a big part of it, I I would really love to start by talking about um, the role that radio has played and does play in music musicians' lives, and and particularly in your life? Oh, man, that started from early on. I remember my first performance probably was when I was three or four, and it was a telethon, and Jim McSweeney was hosting. And I have a picture of that. That's one of my earliest days that I was probably on radio, which is so cool. And, um, And, you know, CFAM has just been a huge part of my career. Like when I first did one of my hymn CDs with Lauren, they just started playing our CDs like crazy, and that's really what kind of got my music out there to begin with. And they're the ones that helped get people to concerts for me and in Manitoba and really helped make a name for myself in Manitoba. So really I owe them so much. And, and Elmer also, he commissioned or he paid for the commission of my Mennonite concerto. And he's just been there along my entire journey. I know during my career, I've had, I've played so many different genres of music, you know, Mm -hmm. and he has been there just supporting and um, helping with CDs and everything i know I, half the time when i do concerts i see you know golden west on concert posters so i know he's been a part of it even if i haven't even known that he has later i see you know mm. and so just they've been such a huge part of my career so it's such an honor to do this concert for the 65th anniversary we are so excited about it. And I know that, that it, we're calling it from Plum Coulee to Carnegie Hall, yes. right? Uh, journey on Four Strings. And I, I love that title. Cool. Uh, and what a journey it's been. How, how tough <laughs> how tough has it been to pick which music you want to even perform for us at the Oh, my concert? word. That's been such <laughs> a challenge. You know, we're making the program now and every day I'm like, okay, one change this, one change this. Yeah. Because there's just been so much. And, you know, it was actually... I've never done a show like this before. It was inspired by CFM because I thought, you know, they've been there for my entire journey. I need to, like, show the journey on this concert. And so that was really brought by them. And so it's going to be something I've never done before. And so I, I wanted to start it where I started off, like with the hymns and, and kind of take people on a journey. You know, we're going to go through classical. We're going to go through country, through bluegrass, through pop, through, like, you, you name it. So there's going to be something for everyone on this. And it will just – I'll sh- share a lot of stories about my career and just – kind of what took me to where I am today. Have a little faith Let's be thankful for this tender moment Grace Even when you can't see past the darkest day 
have a little faith Let's take a little time It's so hard to breathe and see the silver feature a few of your songs here and, and mm-hmm. one of them is have a little faith mm-hmm. and that's from the recording sunday hymn serenade and that's been a huge thing for you hasn't it sunday hymn serenade has been a huge thing that started 
couple months before COVID hit, um, we were kind of led to start doing a hymn every week. And now we are, we have, I just was looking over 30 million views and 176,000 subscribers from around the world. And I mean, but mostly it's, it's had such an impact on people's lives, especially, you know, people couldn't go to church, people, and a lot of people, you know, it started with my parents not being able to really sing hymns in church anymore, Mm -hmm. and it made me so sad, and I wanted to sing them too, I wanted to hold a hymn book, I wanted to sing harmony, I wanted to, like, share that congregational singing with others, you know, and these powerful and timeless hymns, and Mm -hmm. you couldn't get it anymore, and so I thought, you know, something has to be done about this, and so that's what, it started, you know, and at the beginning we had hardly any viewers, and it just literally took like two years and now it's just really taken off we're getting like twenty thousand subscribers a month and you know i just felt like if if we're feeling this way there's a lot of other people around the world that are feeling the same way and a lot of people think oh it's just you know older people that are listening but it's actually not we get all our stats and there's a lot of young people and that's actually so encouraging you know and from around the world like we have like Liechtenstein and like (laughs) crazy places that people are listening from, Dubai, and like, you name it. And it's really, really cool to see that, that people, you know, feel the same way and that there's a need for hymns and to bring them back. And so, but I think the most powerful thing is that people are, lives are being changed. I got a, I got a text message yesterday, or a uh, Facebook message yesterday from a guy named Brian Austin, who I think I've shared this story before, but he was a 51-year-old homeless man who said the hymn saved his life. And he sent me a message yesterday and he says, you saved my life, and I'll never forget you. Like, like, I mean, there's no greater encouragement or, like, you know, that's just, like, the best gift in the world for, for doing these hymns. Like, to get a message like that is indescribable. Absolutely. Yeah. I'd like to talk so. about collaboration. As, mm-hmm. as you've gone through your journey, um, you know, you, of course, Lauren Hebert's been huge, huge with that, but also Sweet Sound Revival. One mm-hmm. of the songs we're looking forward to hearing coming up is Precious Memories. Now, mm-hmm. uh, Sweet Sound Revival, Lauren Hebert, let's talk about collaborating and, and how that has impacted uh, your musical journey. Yeah, that's been huge. I mean, as as we said, well, I guess my first collaborator would be my mom because she sat with me and she played piano with me and taught me all the hymns. And then, but the Lauren Hebert was actually my piano teacher, so that's how we got connected. And I remember he taught me piano for years and we never played together. And then I met him at a pancake breakfast at Sunflower Festival, and we just kind of said we should play together sometime. And we got together and we both realized that we improvised and then we played the hymns. And that's where that that whole thing started. He asked me to play at church with him one Sunday and. The next thing we knew, we were recording a CD. And so that was huge in my career and really kind of took me down the road to improvising. And, you know, I had done that in church, but not to that level where we would play concerts improvising (laughs) and with the hymns. And so that was huge. And then after that, then I went off to school. I was in school at University of Miami. And and then I came back and I started playing with Destino and the Canadian tenors. And, um, and then that kind of just got my tour bug going. So I wanted to tour like crazy. And, uh, and then I had a classical duo with Diva Musica, and then I went on, uh, and then I started Sweet Sound Revival, and my duo with Eli's Saxon Violin, which is pop music, and Sweet Sound Revival is bluegrass. So really, I mean, it's been all these collaborations that have helped me kind of change, I wanted to change genres, and that's kind of what took me on those, on those different roads, so to say. And um, people are going to hear all those different styles, like Precious Memories, it's bluegrass, and I'm going to do some stuff with Eli that's more pop and so you're going to just hear a variety of things that have been along my journey. Precious memories 
one of your sweetest collaborations is with your son. And, oh, we just love hearing oh. Theodore's little voice. That, uh, can you even describe what it feels like to sing something like Wonderful Words of Life with your boy? Oh, that is so special. Wonderful Words of Life, especially since it's like generational. Cause yeah. My dad is singing. My mom is playing. <laughs> Theodore is singing. It is so, so sweet. And he's so cute because he got to sing at CFAM for the year 65th. Yeah. And now my parents... In our patio, they leave the radio on day and night. It never shuts off. And so he goes, Mommy, is that CFAM? Is that CFAM? <laughs> and he's so cute. He's so proud. He's, like, so excited to hear a CFAM. <laughs> that is so great. And so, yes, singing with him is, like, nothing sweeter, honestly. It is, like, the greatest.
That's Rosemary Siemens, along with her mom Mary on the piano, her dad Jack, and son Theodore Parker Bennett singing. A pretty special moment here on Made in Manitoba. We are especially excited to be featuring Rosemary today as she is joining us in person on Friday, August 5th at Bueller Hall in Gretna for a free concert to help us celebrate 65 years of Golden West Radio. Rosemary has always been proud of where she comes from, and she'll talk about holding on to her core beliefs when we come back.
we're speaking of your roots and, and your family, and you've kept your roots and core beliefs no matter where you've gone. I mean, um, you know, Carnegie Hall and even beyond that, uh, what has made it possible for you to keep that core? And, and, you know, what do you think has kept your pride in your in your home province and where you are from? Oh, man, I'm just thinking back to my university days, and I remember telling my, telling my uh, violin teacher, Andrew Dawes, that, I'm from Plum Coulee, and I've never heard someone <laughs> laugh so hard. He says, what is his name? He says, it sounds like magical. You know, he's like, it sounds like it's from a storybook. And I remember laughing so hard and thinking, yeah, it's so special. And then I was telling him how special it is. And I, I don't know, that just started very on that I was so proud of where I came from. And every concert, I would say I'm from this amazing town and this amazing community. And you know, wherever I would go, someone would always be from Plum Coulee. I remember playing in Las Vegas and someone screamed, Whoa, Plum Coulee! And I was like, what is happening? You know, everywhere I went, it was like the biggest small town ever. And I was just, I, you know, they were so supportive of me and I was just so proud to be from this community where people were so kind and giving. And I remember when I did my Bluegrass album, it wanted, I wanted it to be a tribute to my, to my home community because people are just so great and so amazing even on our drive here you know we had a we had a flat tire and we stopped in this little small town and they were about to close and they gave everything and i said see eli i said this is what small towns are about they help you no matter what and they're just kind and good people and you don't get that in this it's not the same you know and i just i don't know i've just always been so so proud of where i i come from and that will never leave me because i just I love it here. That's why I spend so much time here. You know, we're here all summer till we have some shows coming up in September in Ontario. And we're going to stay right till then. And we're going to spend the whole summer here. And I just want my boys to grow up the same way that I did. So I just want to spend as much time as possible here. <laughs> well, Rosemary, we will gladly keep you here as long as you want Thank to stay. You. We're so happy you will be here on Friday, August 5th. It's at Bueller Hall in Gretna and celebrating. So we want you to come. So it's free. We're just inviting you to our party. And uh, Rosemary, we can hardly wait to celebrate with you. Thank you for being so gracious with us, for being so grateful, and for never forgetting where you're from. And we do call you one of our own, and we're so proud to do that. So thanks for joining us today. Thank you so very much. That's Rosemary Siemens. Thank you, Rosemary, for sharing your music with us, your family with us, and your incredible love and commitment to Southern Manitoba. Remember, you can hear and see Rosemary and her family on stage at Bueller Hall in Gretna on Friday, August 5th. Doors open at 6.30 and the concert begins at 7 o'clock. Plum Coulee to Carnegie Hall, a journey on four strings. It is completely free and it is a celebration of our 65th anniversary. Hopefully, see you then. We say thank you as well to our producer, Zach I'm Michelle Sawatsky. We hope you can come back again next time for Maiden Manitoba.